You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, guys? Welcome to the special anniversary episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer. And before we get into tonight's very special episode, we have a few quick podcast shout-outs. All right, guys, check out the Cult Film Companion podcast, the Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast, the Fan of the Van podcast, the Crime Divers podcast, the Sense of Shelf podcast, the Two Mexicans One Mike podcast, The Hill Truth, hosted by Ted the Hillbilly Hill, the South Bridge podcast, the Cigar Store Idiots podcast, the I Seen It podcast, the Fandalorians, the Hashing It Out podcast, the Geek Gauntlet podcast, the Augusto All Elite podcast, the Smokers Lounge Premium Six podcast, Kimi's Tea of the Day, 8750 podcast. The Air Quote Wall Podcast, The Dirty Heels Podcast, Sons and Shadows Cast, DKM with the Boys, I Screen, You Scream for Movies, Two Men, No Hope, The Story of My Pet, The Haunted Tales Podcast, Quad Pro Quo Podcast, Films and Firm Nation Podcast, Blog Access One on One, and last but not least, guys, Bold Talk by Joe and the Mr. Gentleman's Podcast. All these podcasts can be found on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, and Good Pods. So be sure to check them out. I also like to give a quick shout out to C Wrestling, Wrestling Days, and Alexis the Goat from Twitter. Now, C Wrestling and Wrestling Days have been my influences for podcasting. I started watching C Wrestling and Wrestling Days months ago, well, a couple years ago, actually. And ever since then, I've been inspired to do podcasting. So I got to give a big shout out to them. These guys, they post great content weekly about wrestling. And it's always worth watching. These guys are great. And Alexis the Goat from Twitter, I'd like to thank you also. You're always there to retweet my tweets and be supportive. So I'd like to give you a big shout out as well. So thank you three. Amongst everyone else who supports my podcast, I appreciate all you guys. And you guys are what makes this special anniversary episode possible. This is the first time doing an, uh, an anniversary episode. So to me, this is exciting. My anniversary from podcasting was actually on the 10th, but I decided to do it today because why not? You know, there's so much to talk about. 
We've seen Bray Wyatt's return, Extreme Rules, Bray Wyatt's shocking return. And many people think that the Firefly Funhouse is gone, that we will no longer see the puppets again. I, for one, don't think that's true. Now, when you look at Bray Wyatt and you've seen his new attire, you've seen him wearing this new mask, I think that gives off the assumption that the Firefly Funhouse is gone and that we are seeing a new version of Bray Wyatt. Like I said, I don't believe that's true because why else would they bring the puppets out in the arena if the Funhouse was completely gone? Okay, we didn't just see the Funhouse puppets come to life. We've seen the Eater of Worlds version of Bray Wyatt as well with, with him holding the lantern. So I do believe that we will be seeing the Eater of Worlds version again. And yet, and that while he is wearing a new mask, yes, like I said before, this could very well be a new layer added to Bray Wyatt's character. As Bray Wyatt has been playing several characters at once. The Funhouse version, The Fiend, The Eater of Worlds, you know, and so on. So could Bray Wyatt play a fourth character? I believe so. But a lot of people are are under the assumption that the Funhouse is dead. That Bray Wyatt has freed himself from the Funhouse. And we've we seen promos of Bray Wyatt this past Monday of Bray Wyatt cutting a short vignette promo. And it's interesting because we don't know what version of Bray Wyatt we are going to see yet. We don't know what is going to happen. We have been hearing rumors of the Wyatt Six. And all these reports of Bray Wyatt and who could possibly be joining the Wyatt Six are just all over the place. Could there be a new faction? Could we be getting a Wyatt Six? We talked about this in the last episode. That's a possibility. It would would make sense because, okay, we got the bloodline. Okay, but they're the one of the top factions in WWE right now, if not the best. So it would make sense to have somebody go up against them. All of them, you know, the Usos, Sami Zayn, Roman, all of them. And that would be really cool to see. And this could also be another version of the Wyatt family. Which I would think is really cool. Now, obviously, it can't replace the original. You can't replace Eric Rowan, Luke Harper, Strowman, and Bray Wyatt. You know, you you can't replace the original. The original is always going to be in our hearts. It is always going to be memorable to us. It is always going to mean something to us. But what if we could have the Wyatt Six faction, like a new version of the Wyatt family in memory of the late... Brody Lee, a.k.a. Luke Harper. And I think that would be pretty cool. So if that's the direction that WWE is going, I'm for it. As long as they can book them correctly. 
in a clash with the bloodline. That's why I'm very for it because it will be very interesting to see a new faction in WWE. Now, as for the Funhouse, I said that I don't think it's gone. Because why else would we see the puppets on Saturday? Why, why would we see the live version of the puppets? I don't think it's gone because I just read not long ago that WWE has filed trademarks of the names Uncle Harper and Uncle Howdy. This is interesting. Because while many people think the Funhouse is gone, why would WWE trademark those names? Now, the name Uncle Howdy, I have no idea who that could be. Maybe it could be somebody from Bray Wyatt's past. It has to mean something. You know, I have no idea what that means. But like I said, it has to mean something because each one of the Funhouse puppets represents something. They represent Bray Wyatt in a way. They represent Bray Wyatt's old character. But the name Uncle Harper, of course, it represents the late Luke Harper. It is a tribute to him. It is a tribute to the late Brody Lee. Now, whether these puppets are to be introduced... We'll, you know, we'll see because we don't know. We do not know if WWE will go forward with these plans. You know, with WWE, things could change in a split second. We've seen it several times. And, you know, we know what could happen. So, it it does make you wonder what WWE is going to do with Bray Wyatt, but I don't see him just playing one character. I see him playing multiple characters because of what we've seen this past Saturday night at Extreme Rules with the puppets and the lantern that Bray Wyatt carried out. We've seen a, a, a uh, we've seen The Fiend. It wasn't Bray Wyatt, but it was somebody dressed as the Fiend. Many of us thought it was Bray Wyatt, but it wasn't. So all of Bray Wyatt's past gimmicks we saw this past Saturday night, which makes me believe that this is just another character added on to Bray Wyatt. The the mask that he wore, like this Illuminati-type mask, and this this new gear that he had on, if you, if you look closely, you could see Bray Wyatt had on some type of, um, well, if, if you think about it, it was very similar to his Eater of Worlds clothing. You know, when, when I sit here and think about it more, the, the same gear he had on was what he used to wear when he was the Eater of Worlds. So, you know, that's why I think that we are seeing more than what people are letting on. We are seeing more than what people are assuming. 
I don't see WWE throwing this gimmick away. I don't see WWE just, you know, throwing the funhouse away, throwing the fiend away, and just doing away with it all. Because Bray Wyatt has put so much time and effort into doing these characters, into doing this work. I don't see that just being thrown away. So, I definitely think there's more to this, guys. I'm excited to see what they will do. With Bray Wyatt, he's scheduled to be on SmackDown this Friday. I don't know whether he will be in the ring cutting a promo. I don't know whether this will be another vignette, a backstage segment, or what it's going to be. It would be cool to see the Firefly Funhouse come back, though. But hey, nobody knows what's in store for tomorrow night on Friday Night SmackDown. Nobody knows what's going to happen. We just got to wait and just be along for the ride. I'm excited. Also, one more thing, guys. Bray Wyatt's new merchandise has come out. There's a new t-shirt design of Bray Wyatt. Be sure to check it out. I've already purchased mine. And I'm excited, you know, so go and support him. We're excited he's back. We're excited we can get some new merchandise. You know, this is great. So I'm I'm very happy for him. But yeah, definitely go check out Bray Wyatt, guys. Go check out his merchandise. Speaking of somebody else who returned, guys, L.A. Knight is back to his old gimmick. He is no longer Max Dupree. He is L.A. Knight, finally. And this past, and this, and tomorrow night on SmackDown, he will be facing Mansoor in his first main roster match. It is great to have the old LA Knight character back. You know, this, the whole thing Max Dupree didn't make sense. I don't know why they changed his gimmick. We all know his work in TNA Impact as Eli Drake. We know about his work in, in NXT as LA Knight. I'm excited to see his gimmick return because it should have never been changed in the first place. We know what this guy can do on the mic. He's physically fit. We know what he can do in the ring. LA Knight is back, and it's exciting. So I'm definitely here for LA Knight's return. I think he's going to do great on the main roster. I think he's going to fit in well on SmackDown. And it'll be exciting to see what they do with him going forward. I do see him becoming a top star quickly, as he was in NXT. You know, maybe he could be the one to face Roman. You know, maybe he can get a intercontinental title shot. So, anything can happen. Speaking of another big return, guys, Elias is appearing this past Monday. He's he's appearing next Monday on Raw. I shouldn't have said past Monday. I don't know why I did that. But he's appearing Monday on Raw. Elias is going to be back no longer as Ezekiel. This is another gimmick who shouldn't have been changed in the first place. He was fine as he was fine as Elias. He was over as Elias. Why they changed it to Ezekiel, I have no idea. I said a long time ago that the Ezekiel gimmick will not work out. That Kevin Owens basically carried that whole uh, storyline. So I, 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 I'm definitely liking the fact that Ezekiel that Elias is back. Um, I'm in the habit of calling him Ezekiel. Sorry, but. It's definitely great to have him back as well. 
I, I love the Elias gimmick. I, he was very over with the fans, whether he's a heel, whether he's a face. But we all know what WWE stands for, and that's walk with Elias, not walk with Ezekiel. So it's great to see Elias back under his new character and not with that Ezekiel crap that we had to see for months. For months that didn't make any sense. And for whatever reason, they changed his character. I don't know why. This isn't the first time we've seen this, though. You know, like I said, with L.A. Knight, he was Max Dupree. With Pete Dunne, he was Butch. You know, this isn't the first time WWE has made these mistakes. But luckily, we have Triple H fixing the mistakes. Because Triple H obviously has common sense. Triple H knows what the fans want to see. I don't think the majority of fans wanted to see Ezekiel. I think the majority of fans were confused by the character of Ezekiel. I think the majority of the fans were, were confused of why they would change his gimmick. Because he was over. The only thing WWE did terrible with Elias was his booking. So I, I think that when they backed themselves up against the wall, I think they figured, well, we might as well just change his gimmick. We already killed the character. Maybe that's what they thought. I don't know. But I will say that Elias was fairly over as Ezekiel, even though it didn't make sense. The, the crowd was kind of for it. You know, they kind of played along with it. I think a lot of that had to do with Kevin Owens. Like I said, he basically carried that storyline and made it interesting. He made something out of nothing, something that was very confusing from the start into something. So you got to give it to Kevin Owens. But all in all, Elias is back. No more Ezekiel, hopefully. I don't see Triple H making that same mistake. But we will see Elias this Monday. Hopefully another Elias concert. I think that'd be cool. But we'll see what happens. All right, if you guys were watching Monday Night Raw, then you see Seth Rollins is now the new United States champion. This is interesting to me. It's not very shocking. Now, we did see Brock Lesnar return and take out Bobby Lashley. So now, with Seth Rollins winning the Intercut, the United States Championship, sorry, that will now set up Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. So it makes sense for Seth Rollins to win. They don't want to have, you know, Lashley versus Lesnar for the title. Because Brock Lesnar is a main card guy, you know. I can't see Brock Lesnar holding a title other than the Universal or the WWE Championships. He could hold the United States Championship, but, you know, Brock Lesnar, should he be holding a title right now? Does he need a title? Absolutely not. So I felt like WWE's booking decision was, was right on this. Give Rollins the title, put the title on him. That way they can do Lashley versus Lesnar. For a second time. We've seen it before I believe. But um, but now I think the booking will be right. And Seth Rollins. You know becoming the United States champion. Again I think that was good booking as well. Because many fans love Seth Rollins. Including myself. I'm a, I'm a big Seth Rollins fan. So, so seeing him win that title. I think is a good booking decision. 
because I do think he is one of the top heels on the Raw roster right now. Plus, this could be um, this could be a good way to set up a Cody Rhodes-Seth Rollins feud again. But this time, make it for the United States Championship. Assuming that Cody Rhodes returns and goes after Seth Rollins. Many people think that Cody Rhodes is going to return and go out right after Roman. I don't think so. Given that Bray Wyatt has returned and there's already rumors of the Bloodline versus the Wyatt Six, whoever that may be at Survivor Series. But I do not know. So Seth Rollins winning, I think that'll set up Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins for the title at whatever pay-per-view Seth, uh, Cody Rhodes returns at. So we'll just have to wait and see, though. But Lashley versus Legend, I think that'll be exciting. Two dominant superstars. Obviously, I'm not big on you know Brock Lesnar. I like him as a babyface. But as a part-timer, you know, that kind of sucks. But I am for Lashley versus Lesnar. I think that is a good booking decision. It's definitely a match we want to see. I'm hoping that it's a pure wrestling match and not like this big MMA match because they are both former MMA fighters. Brock Lesnar is a former UFC fighter, while Bobby Lashley is a, four Bellator, a former Bellator MMA fighter. So WWE, they could always do the MMA style of pro wrestling. They could always bring that into the match. I'm hoping they don't. I'm hoping this is a decent wrestling match with no MMA involved, as it should be booked. But hey, who knows? Um, and other news, guys. <laughs> Sorry, I draw a blank there. I don't know what happened. Eva Marie is slated to return to WWE. She posted a video of herself throwing the Lily doll into a trash can. Um, teasing her return to WWE. With, and then after you've seen the Lily doll hit the trash can, we see the Bray Wyatt symbol, the butterfly, at the end of the video. Now, many people believe that Bray Wyatt will target Alexa Bliss going after... When he, when, he, when he returns, many people believe that he will target her when he returns. Because, you know, why wouldn't he? She cost him his match against Randy Orton. She turned on him. When you look at the Fiend character, what is the Fiend about? A revenge. So it makes sense. But could Eva Marie be joining Bray Wyatt to take out Alexa Bliss? Now, obviously, we're probably not going to see Alexa Bliss versus The Fiend. They could do that because, you know, we've seen Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss in the past. But it's highly unlikely that we will see an intergender match, male versus female. It'd make more sense to have a darker character of Eva Marie return and join Bray Wyatt and take out Alexa Bliss. Because all we know is we're getting a Wyatt Six, but we don't know the members. Okay, and could there be a female member of the Wyatt Six? 
I said this before with Scarlett, you know. A lot of people think Karen Cross will join the Wyatt Six, and Scarlett will as well. But instead of Scarlett, could it be Evil Marie? Now, the Wyatt Six, um, we may potentially know one member of the Wyatt Six, and that's Colin Delaney. Colin Delaney basically confirmed that he's siding with Bray Wyatt. Now, I, I'm going to take this as a rumor. I'm not going to confirm it. You can read it for yourself. But, I, but I've been hearing that Colin Delaney has signed with WWE. For those who don't know who Colin Delaney is, look up Colin Delaney and type in ECW. Because Colin Delaney was around during the ECW reboot as a scrawny, long-haired kid, young kid. So if he joins up Bray Wyatt, I think that will be interesting because Colin Delaney is somebody who I don't think has ever taken on a darker role, a darker character. So, it will be interesting to see what they do with him and how he can fit into the Wyatt Six. But I don't know, guys. We'll see what happens. I'd like to give a big thank you to those of you who are listening. This is a very special episode for me. I'm so glad to be doing an anniversary episode. I didn't get to do one last year. Um, I was very busy last year, and time just caught up with me. But I'd like to thank you all for listening. This anniversary episode wouldn't happen if it wasn't for you guys. If there's any further news on Bray Wyatt, WWE, AEW, or anything, I will keep you guys updated. I like to give you guys the latest news when it's out. I don't like to wait days in advance to give you guys breaking news that you've already heard. I'm not a journalist. I'm not anything like that. But if you guys want to hear news and you want to hear good news and real news, then listen to the Wrestling World podcast. Because I don't I don't give you guys just bullshit. I don't give you guys rumors that I hear from Dave Meltzer or got people like that, you know. I'll do my best to confirm it before I give it to you. Because I know what it's like, you know, to to go on Twitter and you see all these reports about this and that, and then it turns out not to be true. And I know you guys are frustrated, and I am myself as fans. So be sure to check out the Wrestling World podcast for your latest news and your latest updates. Um... For, you know, from, for some upcoming episodes, I will be having Mr. Richardson join me probably this Monday to do an episode. We haven't done an episode in a while, so it'll be interesting to see him back. We can talk about some wrestling, talk about what's been going on, talk about AEW. I haven't been watching AEW uh, for the past couple of weeks. I've been caught up in WWE and the White Rabbit and Bray Wyatt and everything. So... I haven't really got been catching up on AEW. I know there's a lot of AEW drama going on. 
So we'll definitely talk about that. A lot of stuff going on with Tony Khan, you know, CM Punk, Adam Page, the Elite. I don't know whose side you guys are on, but, you know, it's just, it's a lot of drama. But, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's not surprising. It's not surprising that people are leaving AEW because while I am a fan of Tony Khan, while I am a fan of AEW's product, I did say in the very beginning that AEW will be a overpacked roster because of Tony Khan signing so much talent. And now we're seeing some of that talent leave. And now we're seeing some of that talent request to be released and, and, and wanting to be let go. And I don't know if that's because of the AEW drama or just because of not being booked on TV. You know, it could be or it could be just a little bit of both. Who knows? But there is definitely a lot of problems going on in AEW. Tony Khan, on the other hand, he says everything's fine. But the reports and the latest news might tell you otherwise. That there is a lot more going on in AEW than what Tony Khan himself is letting on. I, for one, I am still a Tony Khan fan. I do like the way Tony Khan books things. He gives the fans what they want, much like Triple H. Which, to be honest, I can kind of compare Tony Khan's booking to Triple H's booking. Because it's kind of similar. You know, Tony Khan is giving the fans what they want. He's giving you the big returns. A lot of people are showing up, and it's crazy. And Triple H is doing the same thing. A lot of big returns under Triple H now. Would you expect to see somebody like Bray Wyatt return in WWE? Probably not. Cody Rhodes returned to WWE, and this is before Triple H took over. But the fact that Cody Rhodes is back in WWE might say that AEW might have a problem that maybe Cody Rhodes haven't discussed yet. Maybe Cody Rhodes has had his problems with the Elite. We've heard rumors of Cody Rhodes and the Elite having problems before. So could that be possible? I don't know, guys, but I'll probably discuss this more Monday with Mr. Richardson from the Fandalorians. So be sure to check me out for a new episode Monday. And thank you all for listening. Have a good day. God bless and good night. I'll see you guys next week. Have a good day.